0: You're listening to Love Your City. It's a Movement Australia podcast. We believe that communities can be transformed as a unified church in every city or town lives and proclaims the gospel into every sphere of society. We'll tell stories from where this is already happening. We'll dig into the Bible to better understand God's heart for cities and towns. And we'll discuss practical strategies. Because no matter where you live, a gospel movement can happen. Hello, my name is Letitia Shelton. I'm one of the Movement Day leadership team members. Part of our strategy in moving forward this year is to see more City Women groups set up around the country. Uh, City Women, for those who don't know, is an umbrella um, that encourages women across different churches to work together, particularly into the pain, to the vulnerable, to the broken in our cities. And today I'm joined by Chelsea Wilson, Salvation Army officer in the city of Rockingham. Hello, Chelsea. Hi, Letitia. Where is Rockingham? You better fill us in for those of us on the east side.
1: Yes, it's a beautiful seaside suburb about 60k south of Perth. So, surrounded by some beautiful beaches. It's a lovely area.
0: Okay, so we all must come and visit once the borders are open again, (laughs) hopefully. Now, I'm talking to you today, Chelsea, because not only uh, are you involved with your own church, Salvation Army Church in Rockingham. You also help lead the ministers network in your city. And then recently, last year, you kicked off City Women Rockingham, um, which is just amazing uh, on top of all that you do. So, um, yeah, it's it's great just to be able to chat with you about that today and why you wanted to get that going. So, you know, on top of all that you're already doing, why did you want to begin to gather the women across the city Um
1: Yeah Um, and sometimes it does feel like something extra but looking um, rather than just in the uh, immediate needs it's kind of a long-term strategy to try and help with some of the some of the needs in our city. Um, My husband and I have served here as the leaders of the Salvation Army for 10 years now and um, obviously we see for some of the real brokenness and difficulties people face and um, as you said I help uh, co-lead our ministers network and um, are getting to know lots of people from other churches and lots of people really respect and value the mission of the Salvation Army and often are quite interested um, and obviously we want people to stay planted in their home church but when they show uh, interest uh, sometimes people just don't know how they can help um, and so I've, my husband and I've often wanted to just help explore mission opportunities for people across um, the churches, we try and look at it as one church across our city. And so, um, yeah, we just really felt like, um, that it was something that we could invest in, even though it does take a little bit more time. Um, and obviously we've had COVID, but yeah, I just really, um, heard people's interest in wanting to serve and wanting to help, but not really knowing how and not really knowing what the real needs of the city are. So that was part of, um, this, along with that, I came across an organisation in the US called Brave. I was online um, for an Orange conference and just heard a little bit about their mission and heard about a you know, really alarming statistic that 80% of women found in prostitution or trafficking came from foster care homes. And um, it just was alarming and we thought we really should look at what is the need in our area and that kind of arena of foster care and DCPS, DCFS. So we started to just explore and try and build relationship with them. Um, and, yeah, so we, we just kind of s- thought that there's this great opportunity for churches to do things together rather than trying to individually do things and find people who are passionate and um, connect Christian women to do mission in our city.
0: Can you give us a bit of a snapshot of Rockingham? What what is the population? How many churches? And you mentioned the domestic violence. What are some of the other key areas that need help? Yeah, so um,
1: I think we have around 133,000 people in our city. Um, And I heard a few years back that around 25% of those people live on their own. So isolation is a really big thing as well. Um, We Don't have exact numbers because I feel like especially over last year there was a lot of movement with churches, so some new plants and shifts. So I think there's around 35 to 38 churches in the city of Rockingham, um, which is quite a number. And, um, yeah, we um, connect also with the the person I co-lead with the Ministers Network also help lead the Youth Care Council. So we um, try and support chaplains and have churches connect with them. So we hear from them firsthand as well. Um, And we are building partnership with the city of Rockingham. So for young people, which has kind of been our beginning focus for city women, we're not limiting to that, but just to start trying to really support um, young girls in our city. And so we hear that there's a lot of um, concerns, obviously, with mental health, um, particularly with self-esteem and body image, um, increase in anxiety. The city report that their organisations that support young people with anxiety has um, not only increased, but waiting lists increased but the length of time that they're they're journeying with young people is longer because there's a lot of complexity to their to their anxiety and to the things that they're facing, um, along with um, probably all ages that anxiety has increased since since COVID. But the chaplains also report, yeah, just an increase in need of support in their schools for young people as young. As we had one school report that there was 12 year six students in their school that were having suicidal thoughts and needing support Mm -hmm. for that as young as 12, Um, age 12, but 12 of them in just one school. So um, just a real need of support and a real focus for us has been um, people experiencing homelessness And a lot of the people, as is probably well known, when you hear their stories, they just lacked support in their childhood, and they lack support now. So, just trying to connect well-hearted, well-resourced people who have a heart to help, even just we just focus on one, you know, one life at a time, joining one person with one other to to just see that
0: support and. Um, I love that across our nation, I think it's about 15 different cities or towns now, we have city women operating of some sort. They don't all call themselves yeah. city women, which I'm so fine with. Um, our, our motto is just really unity, the unity of the church uh, for the mission of the city, uh, which is just really important. So it looks different in every city, which I love, and, um, and it's going to look different in Rockingham to it does um, how it does in Toowoomba or Mackay. Um, and so what, what do you envision city women looking forward to? um going forward what what are some of the key areas that you're beginning to focus on already
1: yeah so because of COVID we were going to launch back in March and we decided to do an event we um when I say we I and another colleague um, and some few friends we had always said wouldn't it be great to have an event for women locally in our church area um, for our churches together because we'd often go up to Perth for these big events which are great but we've always sort of had this desire to just unite women from our city Um, and so but we also said we always just don't want it to just be a gathering to build the body of Christ we want to empower people to to move away from just themselves but you know move out into the city so we wanted to connect those two things together that we have a time of connecting and unifying the church but also really pointing them to the needs of the city Um, And so we were launching in March, but then obviously COVID came, so we rescheduled that for October. So that gave us a bit more time to work on those logistics of governance and board members and volunteer applications and all those things that take a lot of time. Um, But, yeah, our heart was to just really focus to begin with with young women, young adolescent girls, and to see what parts of their world can we add support to And so we really focused at families, their home life, whether that's in a foster care situation or their family of origin um, and with their school because we worked out I think it's roughly 40% of people in our city of that population of 133,000 would have connection with the school as parents, siblings. Um, It's just a great place to connect. And we have um, 30 chaplains in our area that are Christian chaplains already in the school just crying out for support. Mm -hmm. Um, I was already kind of working in that area of trying to bring churches alongside chaplains in the Youth Care Council, but this has been a bit of a focus. So mentoring is kind of our initial um, theme of um, focus for just bringing that one person alongside and how much difference that can make. And people can really think, oh, I can do that, you know, one-to-one. Um, so we've got two opportunities that we're really promoting, which were already in existence, but we're just highlighting it, um, So mentoring in schools through youth care and an organisation called EdConnect. And also we've got a um, family mentoring program called COACH, which through um, Mission Australia and City
0: Cross... Cross Link, I think. Oh, Um, it's a Baptist crossway, yeah.
1: (laughs) So so we've taken on this um, program of COACH and really that's mentoring the family, mainly the parents, but they have to have a young person in the family to be eligible for that. Um, that's just two sort of options. We're kind of not trying to start anything new yet. Our first new thing would probably be a camp is kind of our for young girls. We're kind of just dreaming about that at the moment and trying to promote some of the great things that are already happening within the city of Rockingham.
0: Yeah, and that's a really important point you make there um, because a lot of... The unity and the mission. It's not about starting new things. It's just looking at what is already happening and how can we as Christians add value? How can we get involved? Um, where can and just across the churches, knowing um, you know there's there's great stuff happening already in a lot of our towns and cities. We, we're just not strategic and coordinated with a lot of it. So uh, I yeah. love I love what you're trying to do there. So well done. How are the pastors? Um, how are they responding to seeing women coming together and um, beginning to move into the city?
1: Yeah well obviously probably like most um, ministers networks the majority of the people in the room are men. Um, I didn't I've been going for years but didn't really realise we've had chaplains invited along for many years so kind of until I took on the leadership of it didn't really realise that there's not a lot of women in senior ministry positions of churches so um, you know it's not that that dismisses their interests but obviously that's Um, a big factor when we're called City Women. Um, So we have a lot of support for it, but I find more getting to know the women within the church, whether they're being more of the way of really getting things happening is finding those. So it's not that we're not... I get to um, speak at the Youth Care Council and as a co-leader of the Ministers Network, I often give information and keep it at the forefront of their minds. Um, But I feel like it's been... Probably not my focus to really expect the senior ministers to do a lot of the groundwork in that way, but just trying to keep in the mind just the way of thinking, you know, kind of releasing of their people, not being too possessive. We're not there to headhunt. Uh, we just really always promote keeping planted in your local church and how important that is. We, at our event, gave out a little succulent as a gift in their gift bag to just give that visual of, like, we want you to stay planted in your local church and really honor and value the local church. So um, yeah, I think there's interest and there's discussion, but um, it's just it takes time. I think, and people know about it now. Still, kind of, what is City Women? And we're about to have our second, well, a second event, but our first one for 2021 on Saturday, um, which we plan to do every two months, is just to have a smaller gathering. To keep it, um, keep identifying the needs and keep people connected, but also promote and have special guests from different organisations come and share. Um, but yeah, I, I feel like we've got some good support, but it, I, I do find it's more from the people within the church. That obviously, for more women to be involved, that I'm finding the greatest support.
0: And I've, and that's what you want. Um... And yeah. it's, it's just i think great. we got that tip from you, actually. <laughs> oh. <Here> you go. <laughs> um, but at, as you said, at the same time, um, we want our senior pastors to understand um, what city women is and, and be releasing of their women, um, yeah. but that you're not That's stealing totally them. Thinking. And over That's the years, we've found that women who get involved with city women actually become stronger in their churches because they've found what they're passionate about, they've found a place yeah. to serve, and, and then they go back uh, stronger and more on fire for Jesus generally has been yeah. the um, experience. For women who are watching this thinking, man, I'd love to start something in my city, what do you say to them? Where do you start?
1: Yeah, for us, we just, I remember we had a little gathering here at our Salvos one morning. Um, we had a volunteer who had had a lot of experience in um, working with foster care arena uh, herself but also she, that was her story growing up in foster care so I got her to kind of share her testimony and we just gathered some women that we knew from other churches just to say we this is something we, we just sort of brainstormed and shared some of the needs of our city but also shared her testimony and and from that we had a fairly good group of eight to ten women that we met fairly regularly just to sort of brainstorm um, but we did find that obviously with more people there's more ideas and it was sort of getting big um, and for me, I remember having coffee with a mutual friend of ours, Wendy Yap, and I was, she was just asking, what's what's the latest going on for you? What is God doing and stirring in your heart? And I shared about this and she put me on to you. Have you heard of Letitia? Have you heard of City Women? I hadn't. Um, and so I remember our conversation and your, um, your generosity of just even the, the name City Women to just to give it a name really helped to give a bit of focus. Um, but we've had extra time now. And to focus on some of those logistics, which do take a lot of time, not my passion or forte, but I understand the importance of them. But I would just suggest as well, even if it's just one area that you see a need, to just gather some women from across your city churches. Um, And I think it's always great to let the senior pastor know and not to be, you know, behind the scenes about it, but just start small even. Even if it's just a group of you that see that there's a need To be praying for the chaplains and I think talking to the local chaplains I'm not sure what it's like around Australia but we have some great um, opportunities with Christian chaplains in schools so that's I've been doing that for a few years anyway just really trying to promote mentors in schools but just to find one focus area and start it and then you'll find women who might be passionate and you know God God obviously knows what we need and he brought for me um, a great team there's four of us now on the board and we're hoping to expand that but each of us have a different gifting and it's um yeah we've just been out of begin hours with a big event which we saw about 105 women come to so it was a lovely way to start but it did take a lot of work um and, and I think that's one way to go about it but another way is to just start you know just talk to the chaplains talk to a young young teenager in the area and you'll hear need and um just start small if necessary.
0: Yeah, I think finding out the brokenness in your city and beginning to share those stories, women naturally gravitate to um, (laughs) what can we do? Um, And so it is helping bring awareness. But yep, just start is important. Otherwise, um, nothing happens if nothing happens. Yeah, and we just little things started
1: taking Krispy Kremes down to our local DCFS, just to say, we know you guys have a really tough job and you you know you, you do a great job just just trying to build a relationship we took some to the police station just wanted to bless them with some donuts and just little things to just start connecting and getting um, relationship with your local organizations to understand the needs of the city just start it just takes time and intention but I think um, just got to start yeah
0: No, fantastic. Well, if there are women watching this, wanting to start and needing some help, feel free to contact myself or even Chelsea if you're over on the West, but we would love to chat to you. So thank you so much, Chelsea, for your time today. And we look forward to um, continuing to see what unfolds in Rockingham. Thank you. Yeah, it's been great.
1: Thanks for your support too, Letitia. It's been valuable for us to get started. So contact Letitia if you're interested. She's very um, supportive and a great resource.
0: Happy to help. Thanks Chelsea, see you later.